0: Hello, this is Sarah Pearson, Features Editor at the Concord Monitor, here with Granite Geek David Brooks to talk about an article he wrote this week. Hello, Dave.
1: Hello, Sarah.
0: So you had an article in the Sunday Monitor talking about a little town that's doing something pretty interesting in terms of high-speed internet.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the town of Chesterfield, which is uh, on the Connecticut River west of Keene, about 3,000 people. Pretty typical New Hampshire town. And what they have done is they have entered into a public-private partnership with Consolidated Communications, which is the phone company, you know, mid-bought, um, Fairpoint, to to string fiber optic cables to every house and every business in town, which is, uh, you know, fiber to the home is sort of the goal because fiber optic cables can carry lots and lots and lots of information. They're sort of future-proof, and whatever the technologies are developed down the road, chances are fiber-optic cable will be able to carry them just fine. And everybody wants fiber-optic to the home. There's very little of it in New Hampshire because it's fairly expensive to do, and you have to be able to, you know, recoup your investment. So what Chesterfield has done is paid part of the cost to install it, and that way they'll get it.
0: So this sounds like something every town in New Hampshire would want. Why hasn't it been done before now?
1: Well, the law didn't really allow it until this year. I mean, it, it the state law sort of allowed it so so what Chesterfield did was they, they floated a bond. The town meeting voted one point four million dollars worth of bond, which is the way towns pay for lots of big things. You float bonds to pay for your, you know, new fire station. And the state law until last year only allowed you to float a bond for broadband if there was absolutely no broadband in town and there's always a little tiny bit somewhere in town so the net result was for all practical purposes the law forbid. It. you couldn't do the bonding for broadband last year it was changed it was loosened up the definition was and uh, the legislature passed it and signed it so Chesterfield's the first town to to go ahead with an idea under the under the new law
0: so why did the old law blo- block the expansion
1: well that's a good question so i'll go back slightly this idea is sort of is often called municipal broadband i e it's broadband that's owned by the government, by the municipality, sort of like you know you own the municipality owns a roads, you don't expect a private company to come in and build the roads according to whatever they'll make money on. The government built it, and then mm-hmm. everybody can use it, and that that was the idea for broadband, and so people have been looking for municipal broadband for a long time, but the the major concern that came up was that if you do that, you are then the government, the taxpayers are competing with private industry. Companies that have already spent money to do broadband or broadband ish kind of stuff, which in New Hampshire means the cable company or the phone company. And and there's some people that have satellite, but that's not that's fairly minor for internet. So the opposition to government competition with private industry is really what blocked this for a long time. But but basically there was there was so much dissatisfaction with the way fast internet's been developed by the private industry that that it Sort of finally overcame that concern.
0: So, how did this come about in Chesterfield in particular?
1: Yeah, that's that's you wouldn't. That's not the place you'd assume it would crop up. You know, you'd assume it would come up in like you know Bedford or some rich town like that. So far as I can tell, it's only because one guy really wanted it. A guy named Brad Roscoe, who's an engineer, and he's been working on stuff like this for years. And you know, anybody who lives in a small town, you know, this is the way it is. There'll be one or two people that are really interested in an issue in a town of three thousand people, and they'll you know they'll be part of the the local committee to do it, and they will make it happen. That's that. And that seems to be what it was. So when when the law was passed, Chesterfield, because of him, was ready for it. And it's uh, it it's not an entirely trivial trivial to set this up. And so a lot of other towns, you know, they just hadn't done the the legwork.
0: So what can we expect next?
1: Well, uh, I, I'll be really interested to see if other towns jump on this um, as well. They should. There are a confluence of factors. You know, you need your, your Brad Roscoe's. Uh, you also need to have nearby fiber optic because sort of a, the, the middle mile, they call it, sort of the, the carries it between towns. Fortunately, most of New Hampshire, except, you know, the extreme rural areas, is, are already pretty well served like that. That's been built over the years, uh, often, by the way, with government money. So in theory, many, many towns could do this. The reality is that um, they have to convince Consolidated. Consolidated is the phone company for virtually the entire state. They have to convince Consolidated that it's, it's worth the company's money. I mean, in Chesterfield, Consolidated spent two, is going to spend $2.5 million of its own. And uh, by the way, the, the people who get the service in Chesterfield will pay an extra ten bucks a month until the bond is paid off. So it's, the taxpayers aren't covering the bond. It's sort of like a, you know, your water rates if there's, you know, your your, your city water,
0: paper used, trash bags. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so um so, the question is how many towns are going to have a business model that consolidated will will want to do it, or maybe if consolidated doesn 't want to do it, the town could could throw in more money and have to pay for the entire installation or something? Are people willing to do that would that be too much of a charge on it so so there's there 's a lot of questions to be raised, but as I said, there's been a, a big push for a long time to get a lot more broadband, fast internet into rural New Hampshire to try and you know, keep young people from moving away and all those things you hear all the time. And this is really the first kind of optimistic possibility of it happening.
0: All right. Well, thanks for talking, Dave. You bet. You can learn more about the Municipal Broadband Project at ConcordMonitor.com. And see all the Granite Geek columns and related stories at granitegeek.org.
1: And you can subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher, Google Music, Podbean, or iTunes.
0: And don't forget to sign up for the weekly Granite Geek email newsletter released every Thursday.
1: You can sign up for it by going to the granitegeek.org page. There's a little spot there where you stick your email address in.